Who was the culprit? Isn't like Jack a shortened for John and they're the same amount of letters? Jack is what? I think like John F. Kennedy is Jack Kennedy, right? Is it? Yeah. I don't think so. Pretty sure. That's terrible then. It's, I'm pretty sure it's like Jack is a shortened for John, which people, makes. People are just making shit up. And <laughs> like, it's only because he was the president. It, I, if anybody, it was a regular guy telling you, fuck you. Cause and this isn't to like say fuck you to anybody that we're naming. Like, this no. is like our interest, but like. Like, there's been people, like, named Anthony, right? So, like, who was the first person who was like, fuck that H, Anthony. Antoine. Antoine. Antony. Antony. Antoine. Antony. Antoine Jameson. I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying fuck you to these people. I'm just saying, I, you can say whatever your name, but that's like saying, my name's Daniel, but they call me Jeff Ward. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same shit. Oh, you mean like going from Richard to Dick? Or Jack to John. Yeah. Those don't even relate. <laughs> Call true. me Jeff Jeffrey. Because like John sounds like a shorten for like Jonathan. But like whenever you're shortening John, it's like, why? Why are we shortening John? And then why are we sh- not even shortening it? We're shortening it to the same amount of letters and syllables. My be- My favorite thing about the name John, this is just going off on a tangent here, but... The spelling was J A W N. Like we in this John, <laughs> we're in this John, but I'm sure their parent. I mean, he's white, so his parents definitely like you know he's he's like 1920. So his parents were naming him that way before. I'm sure people were really catching on to who is this. Is it's not important. I'm okay. not gonna put him on blast. It's just the fact that that is real. Okay, yeah. No, you said his it's parents John. were born in the 1920s. It's John, that's I who was it is. Like, who, like. One of your former teachers or something? No, I'm like saying no. I'm saying he's 1920, so like 1920. Oh, he's 19 or 20. 20 okay, I thought you. Not 1920. Something about like he's him not him or his parents being from like 1920. I was like, oh, so this is like an older man. Okay, no. <laughs> so who are we talking about here? Is this like a writer that you've heard I mean, of? Either like way, my, the point would still stand, <laughs> but no. You're like, how do you know this guy? Exists. Yeah, it's uh the guy that I visit daily that no one knows about. I visit him over off of 13th and Have Broadway. You? Hell yeah. It's like the old man on that. What if I there is a person off 13th and Broadway on named the park John bin- spelled J-A-W-N? Sits on the park bench every day. Hell yeah. It's like uh, on Bravest Warriors where it's like, it's like where did uh, the people go when they die? It's like, oh, they get on a bus on on 12th Street. Like to just like tell the little like little animal their pet. Basically trying to like let them know that, you know, like nothing bad happens to dead people. Like, just trying to comfort them. And then come to find out there's a bus that comes on 13th Street that picks up dead people and takes them <laughs> away. You're like, oh, shit. And like, the little peg goes and waits for the bus. I'm like, oh. It's like, like, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I wanted to see where dead people go. It was just funny. I don't know. It's a little thing. Uh, Yeah, so welcome to Find Danny. Uh, recorded in front of a live studio audience. Of zero people, but hey, it, it is live and it, it is a studio. It is a studio. There's <laughs> seats for an audience. But there are. It's no audience. Casper's in his bitch. Hey, how about this? Food for thought. Anyone out there who wants to come and sit in and watch it, then we all we need is one, technically, for it to be a live studio audience. That is true. Then we could say that. We do have seats. And then we could always pan to the audience. I mean, and I don't know about all that. And if we have one fan <laughs> in the audience, you'll get credit. Like, you're a superstar. Think about it. When we blow, 
<laughs> you're the one fan who's been there along the way. We've actually done live podcasts before. I'm definitely interested in doing it. Now we can do that. Like throw on Twitter. I just saw there was this thing on Twitter recently. I got an update for it was some guy that I had never heard of before, but apparently he has some kind of notoriety because he did an interview with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and it was like a podcast type of thing where he was the host, and it was just straight audio. But you know where they do the fleets? Mm-hmm. You click on that, and it's just straight audio, and it says interviewer, interviewee, and then it has like all the people in there, and it says listeners. I was like, how the fuck did they manage this? Because I tried to figure out how I could do that, and it mm-hmm. didn't. I guess you got to be someone special. You got to do it on a computer. You think so? To like, there's got to be a way you could set it up. Maybe because they didn't give phone. me an Maybe option. Maybe not on mobile. Or is it where Twitter has to like agree? They're like. Because it was like a, I mean, they gave you a notification for it. No, right. I'm know? saying like maybe you don't have the option because you do it on your phone, and maybe there's like the only way to do it is to post it from your computer. Because like I think Twitter has like more options and availability on the computer. Am I wrong? Uh, no, I think there might be a couple, but I also think they were in partnership. Because like I said, it's like it was like like literally like Twitter like notification. It was almost. like this person is doing like an Twitter interview. Sponsored the interview almost. Yes, which I mean, because they know people are gonna watch it. It's gonna bring people on Twitter. It's Neil yeah. deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson's gonna bring anyone anywhere. Like it's not he might not bring the the most, but he's gonna bring people to on Twitter, right? Which is gonna bring views and the advertisement, like people looking at shit that. Oh yeah, boy. What were you saying about this guy that was interviewing? I, I had no idea who okay. he was. Okay. But I was just saying, like, that would be something cool to do, like, a live thing like that. You know what I mean? Right. Where you're doing an interview, but it's posted up, like, where the fleets are, so it's it shows, like, that you're recording. Yeah, I feel that. But I feel like that's almost, like, limited to be able to do, like, clips. But, like, if you're no, doing you the full thing, I feel like you're not going to get, like, as people aren't going to sit there in that fucking fleet for 45 minutes. I mean, they might. Some people might. But I feel like it's more like, oh, shit, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's exactly so that's what, what I'm saying. So like, I mean, people's attention spans are so short. I feel like that's a good way to get the interview out. Like, hey, if you liked any part of this, like, 10 seconds that you listened to, like, hey, you should go check it out. Here's the link for it. Maybe it's a good advertising. Yeah, a little bit. Like, oh, like, I see what you it, mean. Like, you could do a little clip. There. Yeah. A clip of the uh, interview. Right. So what speak. I'm saying is, like, if you just post a clip, it's the same thing, you know? Not the same thing, but it is like similar because, like, at that point, somebody who doesn't have time to look at that right now can be like, "Oh shit, here's a link. I'll go check that out later." You know, what I mean? but like that's a good marketing tactic, in my opinion. But if you are just posting it on there for people to listen on there, and it's not like a YouTube link or a fucking Spotify, like if it's just audio, like you said, then I feel like people are just gonna, like you did, just swipe on, be like, "Oh shit, this is kind of long. Seems interesting." I got yeah, I got shit to do. I'm not gonna stick around for this whole thing. Right, but if you if there's like a button where you can like go see it later, then probably good like marketing tactic. I found out there's so much more shit I didn't know about though, like for for things like we do here. Mm-hmm. Like so, I posted the recent clip we just did right for the podcast we we just uh, released a couple days ago, and my grandma of all people started a watch party for the clip. And I was like, you can do that? <laughs> I was like, how does she know that you can do that? Like, that's Loki, my crazy. grandma will be keeping up with random shit. Like, I'm, like how? I'm like, how do you know? She's like, like 70. On Facebook, you said? What? The Facebook? Yeah. yeah. So she did a watch party. And it's funny because, like, I know for a fact all of her relatives who are maybe just a little bit young. Like I said, she's in her 70s. So her relatives are, like, at the youngest, maybe, like, 55. 
like her youngest relative, maybe. Because she's like, I'd say like in the middle somewhere, like close, or close, second oldest, actually, I believe. So, But like, it's just like the people that are going to see most of her stuff. I'm like, I appreciate the support. Maybe one day they'll watch. They are not going to, this is not for them. Like they are not going to be the ones to want to watch this. Maybe they will, and if you are watching, I I didn't mean to. <laughs> not, also, how shout, dare you tell me that I'm gonna watch and what I'm not gonna watch? You fucking little bit, little prick. Now they're watching it. <laughs> but also, real quick, shout out Grandma. Thank you for being. <laughs> Hell yeah, you're a real one. If you're watching this right now, I love you. Um. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. I just want. Yeah, I wanted to say this. You know what's really crazy? A lot of things. Yeah. Okay. But. Besides that, but also that. Uh, Besides a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) Also a lot of things, but a little of things. All right, that was a good one. I like it. You're welcome. Uh, So I was thinking, every, like, in my head, I have a lot of weird, crazy thoughts. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, damn, that's, that's, I shouldn't share that with anybody, (laughs) you know? So then I'm thinking, there's some weirdos out there, so I'm like, what's going on in your head? Right. Like, well, I wonder what all the shit they're not saying. Like, because they already say a lot. Like, what's going on in there? I want to know. See, but maybe, like, there's not that much going on. Well, there probably is, but I'm not I have, like, messy, but I think they're weird because they're already expressing. Like, there's not a whole lot that they're suppressing. Might not be those wild thoughts that you share that. They might be like, "I'm sharing that shit." Fuck you! Like, and if you don't, you think that, that that's weird, then maybe that's just because they're expressing those wild shits that goes on. In- See, and I think about that too. But where I'm at is, I also I'm one of those people who talks a lot, mm-hmm. and I'd also say I say a lot of weird shit. See, but I, but they're still like. See, what I'm saying is, is that like the people that like, I would be. My- more worried about like the weird shit going on in their head is the people that don't express themselves at all, the people that like just kind of go through life without like sharing their opinions, expressions, values, morals with anybody, just kind of going like their way type shit, like loners and fucking like, that don't necessarily have like a a friend. Like it's not just a friend group, like a what's what's it called like a uh, body to link. Support system. Support. That's what it is. There we go. Somebody that don't have a support system might be a, might be in a position of like, damn, I don't know if I can express anything that I like feel like to anybody type shit. That's the person I'm worried about. Then I feel like that's just explode at one point. Don't like get tired of it. Cause harm body or your. It's just like with that being said, it's crazy because, <coughs> like, in our minds we have all these thoughts, right? And, of course, there's things telling us n- not to act on some of those thoughts. Right. But taking it even a step further, you have the this structure that society creates for you, you know, these rules, you can't do this, you can't do that. Or, you know, they try to box you in because they tell you something's weird. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of different things where I'm kind of stuck in between a, a point where I am like, I probably shouldn't do that, but then also fuck it. I don't know if you saw the uh, video recently. It's like these people in Brazil dress up as like these dolls or weird looking characters. Mm-hmm. And they run around the city dancing and like doing flips. I haven't and seen. Weird shit. 
I wish I wish I had a third party right here who could bring up the clip, but we don't. Mm. It's just the both of us. So shout out to anybody who'd like to be an audio visual engineer on this podcast please, we to be able to help us out with that right there. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, like that's a lot of work. So I mean, I, but, but you should you anybody should. who's wants experience and would love to work for free, I'm down. DM us or yeah. just for the love of the game. I'm not saying work. You I'm would saying work for free for that's now. Exactly yeah, what it is. But yeah, but for like it's not necessarily like work if you have like just fun. But I mean, like at the same time, it's like we not getting paid. You know what I mean? Like nobody's paying us to do this, and we have fun with it. And when I, I'm not necessarily saying like we need it. You know what I mean? It would just be awesome if we had that because I feel like it would add a different level to it. Add more depth to it. Not even just depth, but like for sure, like production value. Oh, absolutely. So, if anyone would like to do that, please, please. And that's our shameless uh, <laughs> plug. <laughs> shameless <laughs> ask for the day. Just gonna plug it in there. <laughs> uh, but, but no, it's all these weird. It's it went viral, right? A bunch of people were liking it and loving it. I guarantee you, you see that on the street. You know. Like, what is that? Mm-hmm. That is a little, a little weird. Well, yeah, but it was hilarious. It was great though. I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I mean, like I, I, I'd say that that shit is like more welcome than some of the wild shit that's going on in America. Right. <laughs> it's like, at least I get some entertainment out of this. Real you know shit. I mean? Like it's I'd rather see that running down my street than fucking some of these cities that got like cop cars running down their street trying to make sure they're still like in their houses and locked down and stuff shit like that. Yeah, that's probably that's worse. stupid. That's like, definitely <laughs> way worse. Oh, I go outside of my house, I get arrested for rec- reckless this or that or whatever you want to call it, Mister Officer. Fuck. <laughs> rather go outside and see people dancing around in the. Street fucking weird shit on like all right that's fucking weird but like hell yeah go I, for man, it man i wish i saw more of that just yeah. like in general like that personally is what got me into to raving in the first place is just all as you look at it you're like they're having fun like, that's weird like not in a bad way but right. that's interesting but i like it i can i can fuck with it you know it's like we're having fun just right. doing you uh what's it called letting your freak flag fly <laughs> you gave me a weird look. Oh my god! That's what it said. Yeah, just letting your freak flag fly. Right. It's it's interesting because it's we have the ability to do whatever we want as human beings. We can create whatever we want to create. You could do anything. Best example: Filthy Frank, dude got big off of doing the weirdest shit. It's Joji now. Yeah, it's Joji. That man was throwing up in a cake and eating it. I don't know if you ever watched him. I didn't watch. Yeah, no, he. A lot of shit. Are you seeing this? I'm like, fuck no. Why did you watch that? He was the <laughs> he was part of the forefront of YouTube. He I'm was not saying huge. he wasn't, and I'm not saying that that wasn't comedy gold for that era or whatever you say. What I'm is when you tell me like exactly what person you are today. <laughs> now, so just to uh, give a visual. Uh, like a visual on what Filthy Frank was. There was a point where he would dress up in a pink, uh, what are they called? I don't know what those things are. The suit, morph suits. Morph suits. He would dress up in a pink morph suit, went by the alias, pink guy. He'd go around and, like, really weird, like, he would be waiting in the elevator, just, like, doing weird movements. 
Or he'd be like, give me the pussy, boss. <laughs> it was weird. Like, it was, trust me, that was, it was hands down probably some of the weirdest shit. Man got cancer. It was tough. He powered through. He got through it. Said, fuck it, I'm following my music career. Shut down Pink Guy and all that. He put it to rest. And now he is a professional singer. And most people don't even know who Pink Guy and or Filthy Frank is. You said most people college for art. I mean, a lot of people who got into Joji is just Joji because there's gonna think there's a younger generation, right? But I'm saying like I would also say that to say that a lot of people don't know who Pink Guy or Filthy Frank is. I mean, a lot of people do, but I would say majority of the people who actually listen to Joji probably know who he is or what. Maybe probably. I mean, there's probably that one in every like ten. Listeners who's like, hey, shit, this song's pretty cool. Artist is, I don't give a shit where he's from or what he is or what he used to do. Fuck it. But everybody else that listened to that shit is, I kind of want, I kind of like this song. What else is that? Who the fuck is this guy? You know what I mean? Like, type shit. Most people like his music would probably do. If you're not a fan of his music, but like, you're a fan of Kid Cudi's music, you know his first name is Scott. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? Like, it's pretty dope too, cause uh, Joji definitely put like a lot of his weird shit into his music videos of his like musical art. So you still kind of see that aspect there, but I mean, it's not it's not nearly right as uh, risque as his older st- like his his older stuff would probably not probably make it in today's. It probably wouldn't carry over. Yeah, it wouldn't make it in today's. Uh, I think world. he probably found his like to in today's world he'd be more on like TikTok and shit if he was coming out with stuff like that. But like even I don't even try to do that point. I don't think it translate anyone translate too good. People are on a different wave now. See personally, I like risky stuff. I like uh, edgy things. I like people who are pushing you know boundaries. Right. Because like creation in itself, like I said, we have the crazy like our minds can come up with some weird shit. Like, if you really think about it, th- when you think of people who created cults, or people, like, religions, whatever you want to call it, uh, it's cult, this is probably the best word. Religion is a cult. Uh, but anyways. Different podcast. <laughs> hey, but, no, <laughs> no, but where I'm at is people said, this is what it is. A bunch of people just said, yes, and just followed along, and now we have a world that we have now. People created rules and shit based off of prehistoric beliefs. And we are here. We are. I still remember like somebody telling me like whenever I was kind of questioning. Do you really think like religion could be like all about control? Because like think about how many people there are that follow it. You know what I mean? Like are all of those people just brainwashed type shit? And I'm just like, I mean, look at how many people think that we're free in America. I mean, we're free to an extent. To an extent, right? You know what I mean? It's like there's like so many things that we think that we're doing, but we're really brainwashed, and most of the shit that we have set before (laughs) us is being controlled by the 1% in certain areas, and mostly the areas that matter, the education system, fucking poverty level, the uh, homelessness in America. Resources. Like, you might be free, but think about people that are homeless in America. What kind of freedoms do they have? It's harder for them like you could say, just get a job. It's harder at that point when you have nothing. You have you don't have a shower, you don't have no clothes, you don't have a set like social security card. Nothing type shit. It's like, oh like am I still free? I'm in America, right? You know what I mean? So it's like it's it's a kind of a it's a perception thing. But at the same time, like 
I feel like people are less grateful for that than they know type shit. I mean, <laughs> like we do, like every day we wake up in our beds that we pay rent for at our house type shit. But it's like we blessed, you know what I mean, to have a job to be able to pay rent with the unemployment rate at it at its le- like the level that it's at. Yeah. You know what I mean? We lucky to have a home over our heads. We lucky to have support system. Things that if we slack off, if we like, fuck it, fuck today, bro. Like, I don't want to do this shit. We got people in our life that are like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? You fucking up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, not everybody has that. Not everybody's grateful to have that. You know what I mean? And where I'm at is to say, yeah, are we all just brainwashed? A lot of what we go off of is, like, outdated. It's so outdated. Like, most of the way that we still act is traced back to, like, decades if not yeah. centuries ago, you know what I mean? Like, way back to, like, medieval times, we're still basically working off some of those, like, belief systems and rules and stuff. Like, bro, we got to change up sometimes. Like, that may be, but things change, you know? Things right. are not what they used to be, so it's like if you want to believe that, like, oh, we're not, like, do you think people are brainwashed? Absolutely. If we're still going off of shit that was made however many years ago, Let's start brainstorming here. Let's start formulating our own opinions. Right. Let's, like, we're still basing shit off of something some guy said however long ago. Right. And it's, like, uh, it's kind of, like, whenever it comes to, like, literature, it's, like, what's the new shit? You know what I mean? Like, we going off of fucking Bibles that are how old. We going off of declarations of whatever you want it to be at this point. We going off of a Bill of Rights. Like, when was this shit written? You know what I mean? Where's the literature for today? I mean, like, what is going on in today? We got a COVID relief bill. That's the literature we got. You know what I mean? Like, what, and, that, and like, they, it joke the way that we operate. I mean, we, we are the most powerful country in the world, right? That operate, like, most of our own. Most, <laughs> yeah, most. It depends. It depends on who you are and what you have. What your last name is. Yeah, right. But, like you said, it's like where is the literature up today? Like what is what's the new the uh the new generation creating, you know what right. I mean? It's like we're already way past that. I don't care about Emily Dickens, fucking Edgar Allan Poe. Right. That's old news. I get it. Like that was maybe like you wanna you need to know your history. But it's like there's a point, it's like, what's happening now? Give me something fresh. Like I right. you also need to know, like, correlate that into today's world. Like, let me figure some shit out. Like, let's let's get with it. And that's kind of where I have to say it's like where you're saying like artwork and shit. Is it just all going to like ones and zeros? Like, is it going to be like videos? What we're doing now, like audio shit, NFTs, like crypto. Is that going to be like? It's kind of weird to say like, is that going to be our new art? Like, and then like poetry type shit, like it's, literature. It's, it's sad to say that like that's exactly what it is. literature of the future. Audio audio book, and it's like. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. What I'm saying is setting ourselves up earlier, in my opinion, in the way that I've talked to you about, like, that doesn't all it take for, like, like, and I've, like, kind of, like, stolen this thought process. I've not stolen it, but adhered it since I've heard, heard of it. But it's, like, if everything shut down and the top smartest people in the world died today, would we know how to turn the Internet back on? Would anybody know how to turn the internet back on? Does anyone know how any of this shit works? If all the people that are running this, this shit and, like, set the shit up, if they all die and this shit s- shuts off, we ever going to turn it back on? 
You know what I mean? And it's like we probably will. We probably could figure it out down the line. But at the end of the day, if we don't know what the fuck is going on right now, like we got to understand that. And we got to understand like the <laughs> the level of like what we're setting ourselves up for. So if that was to happen and all the literature that we had for the last 30 years was all set up in audiobooks, nothing was written down. All it takes is for this like system to get shut off and you to have no access to that book for it to never have been written. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like in the same way that like if you spend however many x uh cryptocurrency coins on this NFT or a piece of virtual art, if the internet system goes down, are you ever going to be able to have access to what you just bought? Never, right? Point. It's kind of it, like it's like and it's like that's that's what it's going to get to is like if there's no like physical art that's being <laughs> made anymore. It all just goes into <laughs> digital and like cryptos and things like that it's like what are we going to be left with if that does come to the point i think one of the biggest things though with that for me is like i get where you're coming from and to relate it to something is whenever and you know they burned down the greek libraries you know it's like kind of set us back we had to restart i mean but you understand how to write literature but you're losing a lot regardless like Mm -hmm. you're losing a lot of valuable information like years of valuable information you're losing uh part of probably uh your livelihood at a point, especially right. all the people who dedicated their lives to that shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like those libraries, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like tons of information that we lost. It'd be essentially, you know, like in our era now, it'd be like the same thing essentially. And see like what I'm a little bit more afraid of is that like, say it doesn't get shut down, but the way that they start doing it is just like <laughs> all the education is digital. You know what I mean, but it's regulated in a way that you only get a certain amount of this. If when you pay this, so the people that get the best education are the people that spend the most money, right? Privatized information. That's kind of how it already is with the, when it comes to college. But what about when it comes to, like, like kids? You know what I mean? Ch- like, teaching these children the information that they need to know <laughs> in the education system, the public school system, things like that. It's like, if you got to, like, pay to play, then we're already setting our fellow Americans up for failure. Yeah, I mean, it, like, we're kind of almost reverting back to how it used to be. Exactly. Anyways, is where the rich people had the knowledge and all the poor people. I mean, it's it's Ex- almost reverting back in a sense. And, for, and what I'm saying is, is that, like, we're all kind of, like, going along with it. Like, oh, yeah, that sounds right. Like, privatizing uh, you know education I mean? is kind of, we've talked about this before. But what I, like, also, the main point I was saying is, like, when it comes to, like, cryptocurrency, NFTs, what's crazy is, like, in that same realm of, like, we can create whatever we want, right? We like literally someone could say one thing. If you get enough people to believe in it, that's going to become some sort of truth. Whether or not it's true, you get enough people to believe it. At some point, that kind of becomes true, right. especially when you have people rewriting books and shit and like rewriting history. That's that's facts now. Right. Like, I don't know. Enough people believed it and enough people said it. Like you said, it's like, well, are there all these people brainwashed? Possibly, probably. That's what I was trying to say. You get enough people to believe it, it's true. I'm not saying they're brainwashed, but I'm saying there's more people (laughs) brainwashed on other things, so it's not so hard to believe that that could be the case, too. Exactly. So you get enough people to go along with something. That's what's crazy about the world and just, like, leadership, anything. You get enough people to believe it, it, you're creating a whole new reality. You know what I mean? You got that with today's, like, Trump supporters. Like, bro, man got voted out and you fucking stormed the Capitol because you weren't happy with it. Like that is not your prerogative. That is not allowed in in this country. Like we vote, we have a democracy system. We voted in a different person. Like not, I don't care. Who, like if you don't like it, 
type shit. Like the numbers speak for themselves. Exactly. You could say the fake votes here, fake votes there, but that's just because this person who lost is telling you as as because they're fucking uh hurt type shit. I uh nah, it's gotta be fake votes here. It's gotta be fake votes there. It's gotta be this or that. It's gotta be miscounts and this. It's like he's tweeting this, shit, but you as a supporter is like it's gotta be true. Come but on. like he like what from a human position, if you losing a fucking uh candidacy race of a fucking school council, you know what I mean? Like you still gonna be like fuck. There's no way this happened. Type nobody wants to, There's nobody wants to lose. But in that case, if you voted for that person in the student council, if they lose, you can't storm the fucking stage and be like this is fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? Like that's not allowed. You can't just do that shit. Yeah, exactly. And this is gonna be a little bit of tangent, but I'm gonna tie it in here. So. When you think of crypto and, and NFTs, right, it has no value, really. Like, truthfully, it's all digital shit. It has and as much value as you give it. Exactly. Right. It's like everyone's, and that's what's so crazy to me, is like when I first found out about NFTs, which was like maybe two, three months ago, right, like, I was like digging deeper. I was like, you know, you remember telling me, I was like, this shit's crazy how far this could go. It has so much potential. But the thing about it is it only has as much potential as we give it, right? And then- Fast forwarding to now, it blew up. You know what I mean? Right. Everyone's talking about it. It's just crazy. Like, oh, it gives these artists, you know, uh, the capability of making money or whatever. But in a way, it's not good. It's killing a sort of art form. But what I'm saying is right. it gives a bunch of, like, it, it's only as much value as we give it. And people, the more people are like, oh, this is the shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, right. I want to get into it. And there's people just hopping on because they see other people hopping on. And now you have something that was nothing. And we just made it into something. Right. And Out of I, what, though? And and so what I'm saying is, like, it's beautiful in a way that NFTs are opening up, like, a availability for artists to monetize their product. But it's sad be to see, like, the freeform expression, like, kind of, I guess, like, neglected. Because now people are like, oh, I can make money off this? I'm in it for. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like how can I make more money instead of... Is this like a legendary piece of art? You know what I mean. Like people are on like quantity o over quality factor because they know now that they can make money doing something love, and that's not horrible. Don't get me wrong. Like all the power to you, make all the money you can doing what you love. But let's understand that what we're doing is if we're if we're purely doing this for monetization, then we're not worried about like consistent quality of the product. I think that'll separate like the real artists in a sense. Also, it's you it's say good that, but you say that, but with the capitalistic culture, that's not true. I mean, yeah, but what I'm saying is there's pe there's companies that don't sell the best product, but are more known and more bought and do this because they don't give a fuck about their product. They just give a fuck about you buying it. Your pure example, McDonald's. Very true. Is that the best burger on earth? Not necessarily. Is that the most bought bur burger on earth? No. Probably. But, I mean, I'll give it to you this way. Uh, I'll give you a counterexample here. It's like when you think of comedy, you think of, you know, probably, like, na big names that come. Kevin Hart, probably one of right. the biggest, right? If not the biggest, like, sales-wise comedian, right. if, you're, if we're talking here. Yeah. Most mainstream comedian. Let's say Kevin Hart, right? Is he the best comedian? I would have to disagree. I think majority of anyone who is actually into stand-up comedy would have to disagree. No shade at Kevin Hart. He's good. He's great as Cap, and he does it in a way that, you know, kind of panders to a, a wider audience. But to say he's, like, 
really the best? At, like, if you were to say, you'd probably put Dave Chappelle in like the best, right? I ain't gonna say I. I'm not gonna cap because like this is this is what it comes down to. It's like you could say that Kevin Hart's got the most notoriety and the most numbers and the most sales. It's like, what else do you want? Are you saying like his like his like content isn't as funny as other people's content because there's like I said numbers that are gonna disagree with you. There's like that's your opinion of who's the best comedian of all time, right? But like. If he's selling more than Dave Chappelle, then that many more people think he's better, in a way. You know what I mean? Or is just he panders to the people that are actually going to buy the tickets. But it, if that that's what matters, right? If his content is the same, it, every time he goes up on stage, if it's his, if it's his like act type shit, it's like I don't I don't control who buys tickets. I just sell them. Yeah, but that's kind of going back to what I feel like what you were saying just a second ago is like. The sales don't necessarily matter. Like you were saying, like there's but like see, McDonald's isn't the best burger. I w- but sales I would say would that maybe that's a difference because in the, in the way that Kevin Hart sells his tickets because all the years of shit that he's put into his craft, he worried about his quality so much that now he's able to sell it at the high value that it is. Yeah. So therefore, to say that he's not one of the, like probably Kevin Hart is probably top three comedians. Not because I like his comedy that much, but because there's probably that much more comedy we haven't seen to get him to the level of having six or seven Netflix specials, to having tours of arenas and fucking stadiums and shit like that. For him to be on that level means that he did the work. Yeah. Same shit with Dave. Dave's just a different personality. Dave has gone through so much shit with the uh, production side of comedy, with the business side of comedy. He's like, fuck y'all. I'm going to go do me. I'll give you one, though. I feel like no, you couldn't even deny this. This is a person I'd say most comedians would even put. You're putting in Mount Rushmore of comedy. I don't care who you are. If you're in the stand-up comedy, you're probably putting him up there. And you could say you don't even like his comedy, but just the fact of, like, how he was as a comedian, you're going to put him up. Patrice O'Neal. Come on. Right. Now. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, how known was he really, though? Like, on the scale of a wider audience? He nah. was very well known. Because of this, because of this, this is what I'm saying is like so that goes back to lo- like uh, another thing I've told you about in the past is that like your notoriety is c- almost limited to your uh, location in certain ways. And in, in, in a certain sense, I'm trying to say like Patrice O'Neal may have not gotten the notoriety he deserves in Texas. But if you ask anybody in New York, their top five comedians all time, he's on the list. Because he was on fucking O and A show, he was out, like out there doing fucking uh, shows in New York in the streets type shit. Like that was his like comedy, like town type shit. Not his town, but like that's where he was at. Like that's where he was located. And so what I'm trying to say is like Kendrick Kendrick Lamar has notoriety all over the country, but there's no way there people are going as hard for Kendrick in Oklahoma as they are in Compton. You know what I mean? So in Oklahoma, there's probably a bunch of people talking about like Kendrick's like he's probably top five. There's People in Compton talking about Kendrick is number one, if not Tupac. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, of and that, course, yeah. that's 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 it for them. Like, you know, what I mean? and I'm not like putting words in nobody's mouth, but I'm just talking about like your location goes with your note. So, like in Texas, we might not recognize Patrice O'Neal as one of the top Rushmore comedians. We weren't like recognized to his everyday comedic style. You know what I mean? But him in New York is probably different. My point is, though, regardless, is like the sales, you're going to have those people selling and like that are going to sell a lot. I just regardless. think comedy is a bad analogy because the people that you know of in comedy did the work to get to that notoriety. Okay, I get it. In NFTs, you, know I mean? you don't necessarily have to. You but don't have a lot to. of that, I mean, some, you could just sell a piece of shit art piece for a ton of money. But uh, there, like some of those art pieces are like. 
Right. Man, you could tell like it's qu- like that's some quality right. work in there. And right. Those are gonna sell more regardless. Right. Well, not so always. In, in in the same way that you got people painting pictures every day, right? But Da Vinci shit is still worth more. Why? Because it was either better, because it has it holds more value because of the name. Like, what is it? At the end of the day, like. If you know what he painted, you should be able to paint like not you should be, but like you should be able to do something outside the box from from your expression. But why is his shit more valuable? It kind of always goes to like I always use it. I've I've used it so many times, but it's always such a good one because it's like it's such a crazy story. It's like Basquiat. That's yeah. always just a crazy story because it's like his name was so big, mm-hmm. but like no one knew who he was. That's such a crazy. His story name too. was his name was the product in itself. Like his art, like artists valued him. You know what I mean? They like right. other artists. That were like creating during that time. We're like, man, I love this. This is beautiful. What was like, the story? Like somebody stole a painting of his and he oh, found it on the like he found it like somebody with it on the street or and something. And like he was like, let me sign he was it. Like let me sign that. That's me, and it'll be worth more with. And my they thought he was like it. defacing it, like fucking it right. up, and they beat the shit out of him beat on the, the street. Shit out of him, right. But like he was making it worth more. He was trying to help them and give them more value, but they were like, who the fuck are you, motherfucker? The type shit you don't you don't touch my but fucking painting. It's just like. Was it the art or the name at that point? Exactly. You know, it's it's crazy because it's like he was his as artist. People knew what he was worth. You know what I mean? But other people was just like at some point, like I know this is gonna be money because it's his right artwork rather than it being like why is this actually worth anything? Right. And so that like that goes back to like us talking about like value. You know, it doesn't really like it doesn't necessarily matter what the product is if somebody out there holds value with it. You know what I mean? So, like, that's why it's going to get to a point where people are just putting shit out because they feel like somebody will like it. There's fucking 7 billion people on Earth. Somebody will like this shit. You know what I mean? Somebody will find value in it, and they'll just keep putting shit out. You know what I mean? Mass-producing bullshit. And instead of, like, a Basquiat or a Da Vinci would do is take his time, say, like, yo, I got, like, 30 pieces I've done in my life. 30 to 50, 100 max. You, if you find them, it's valuable. It's going to be it's going to be it's going to be a pretty penny, but that's all I've done cuz they were all masterpieces. I ain't I ain't need a thousand pieces. I had a 100. But they were all better than your thousand. I will say this though. One thing that might come uh, like something good that might come out of it is the fact of like, let's say you know you do have someone that's like a Da Vinci of digital art, right? Mm-hmm. Someone who only creates a few pieces, like it's rare, but you know right. it's crazy good. If they do go ahead and sell that, whatever it may be, for a lot of money, right? Like let's say there's collectors and stuff that come from digital like paintings or digital art, whatever collectible it may be at the time, trading card. Right. You create that, you sell it for a lot, you're getting that money, but you can set it up where you still get residuals every time. Like percentage based off of every time it's resold too. Right, but you have to be, you have to that have value to be able to get that type of deal. Yeah, I mean, I mean well, not like somebody's gonna be like, yeah. Well. No, no, there's an option you can set up on there when you create oh, okay. it. Oh, like I you, you meant no, like no. whenever you like s- like no. sell it to somebody, they're like, okay, I'll give you this and this and this. I'm like, yeah, that's only have like a N- but you could there, like some of the. Uh, I Talking guess networks like the, have it. Yeah, the, like, like when you're creating n- it and when you put it on the market, there's an option on okay. some of the places that you market you put it on where it's you can receive a certain percentage, like residual, every time it's resold. 
and the way it keeps track because the blockchain and the way the blockchain right. works, it keeps track of it. So you you're regard like if it's a big piece too, you know what I mean. And if it resells for a lot of money again, maybe even more than you sold it for originally, right? You're still gonna like whatever that percentage is, you're still gonna make money off of it. And see, like I feel like that's what people like kind of don't understand is like the more you, not that, but like the more that you perfect your craft, the more valuable you. And it's not necessarily like I'm not saying valuable like monetarily. I mean valuable like production value. Actually feeling like you're doing something you want to be doing. Just putting shit out. It's just like a job. You know what I mean? It's just, it isn't something you're passionate about. But if you put passion into your work, if you find your craft and be able to master it, like nobody be able to take that shit away from you ever. And you'll probably find a way to monetize it. I'm not saying probably like bank on it. I'm saying like let that shit be a hobby for a while. And then find a way to make it a career. Oh, is body stopping you, but you help. Yeah, there's a there's like a clip, like a little comic strip that I saw when I was younger. It's like I think it was like a. It's funny because there's an Alan Watts, like uh, something taken from Alan Watts speech, right? Like but a they script made almost. Not a script, a scripture. Sorry. Like yeah, a little piece, like but they made it into a little comic strip, and it was like him talking about hobbies and just do that, perfect your hobby, whatever, get really good at, it. take money. What would you do? Because the whole thing, if you've ever listened to Alan Watts, you've heard this fucking spiel, I guarantee. It's like, if you were to take money out of the equation, what would you do? Right. You know what I mean? What's something if like money wasn't a factor, factor, you didn't need to provide, then what would you get? So you do that, work on it, right. get really good, get better, perfect it, and at some point, you'll figure out a way to make money out of it. Right. Do what you love, and then you'll you'll find a way. I think it's like so, we're so fucking trained as kids and even like young it's like how much money really matters whenever it doesn't exist and we're just like stuck in this like quandary of like how am i going to make money as soon as possible whenever we should be wondering how am i going to be happy as soon as possible because that's what's going to make money you know what i mean like money does money come it doesn't grow on trees but it, i mean to work for it isn't difficult if you know what you're doing and you have a passion in doing that task it's not necessarily like guaranteed because of some systems that we have set up in but at the same time like who the fuck could take your passion away exactly and as i was saying you we it's so crazy because we have the power to create the reality we live in man and it's just like we accept these rules that play against us we accept so much shit that is like plays against us it's like we could literally we have so much power as people we like i said we come together we create a reality that may not even really be something that's viable but we say it's true and we give it value and that's fucking it like the dollar bill like we've said before give it value and it's crazy because you look all over the world like brazil and i'm sorry because i do say it's crazy a lot because this shit life in itself is fucking crazy so get used to me saying that shit crazy man it's fucking (laughs) crazy but when you look at brazil or you look at a place like venezuela it's just these people have accepted this life because it's the life that they've been, you know, basically forced to believe is what reality is. So now you have to adjust and become accustomed to this reality that someone else has basically forced upon you. And now this is you're stuck in this bubble. And this is what you believe life really is. And that goes for places in poverty. That goes for people born in really super racist ass backward ass places still stuck in the past. You know what I mean? Super confederate. You grow up, you're in a bubble now. So it's like everyone has agreed and said this is reality. And what people don't realize is things that seem true to you, you got to step, like we said before, step out of the matrix. You're stuck in a bubble. Most of us are stuck in a bubble 
due to where we've grown up around, the people we've grown up around, the things we see. And now with social media, fucking Fox News, you got Facebook, you have Twitter. We get stuck in these bubbles. We get stuck in these stereotypes. We get stuck in this life that we think is a reality because that's what we're constantly seeing. That's what we constantly think is true. And instead, we're not focusing on like, okay, what reality can we create? How can we create this reality? Because what do most of us want? We want to live a luxurious life. We want to be happy. We want to uh, be successful. And uh, no, I'm going on a long spiel, but no, there was this, like that app, I think you uh, retweeted it because I posted it. It was the one where it's like every dollar you spend. Oh, that shit's dope. The idea where like you get a, a little piece. Or gr- grifter or gr- uh, grif- grifter? Grin. Grill. Griff. Griffin. 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 We're like, yeah, right, dude. But essentially, I don't know how like. Essentially, what it was is every dollar you spend at that company, you get like a dollar in stock type shit. Yeah, so I don't know how secure that is, and I don't, I don't know, know like I think it might be percentage of the stock, but like essentially yeah. the idea is there, you know what I mean? And stuff like that is what's gonna help people like start to make money and like really bring people together. There was this also this other idea uh, from this book I was reading. Essentially, like so with like fossil emissions and stuff like that like oil like all the shit that pollutes the air right so basically this bill that they were trying to sign like uh, some people were trying to sign like these progressives it didn't go through people suck like essentially like you would start to like constrict some of the uh, availability of like the amount that people are like available to put out the emissions they're like available to put out and like stuff they're available to dump and like over a course of years it would just get smaller and smaller right and then the extra money based off of that that they had made, like, from, like, the amount that they're getting smaller and smaller, it would take a percentage of, like, the money cut off of that. And then that money would go back to all the Americans because you would be owning a piece of, like, clean air. So we would all eventually, like, own a piece. Like, we would own the air. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we should be – we should have the availability of clean air is what it was saying. You know what I'm saying? And you would get the money back from cleaning up the air, essentially. So it's like we deserve clean air and the American – deserve at least a, a share of what's cleaning up the air so like they would restrict these companies and the companies that are like we're making money off of like these emissions and shit like that are basically paying the people back for the shitty air sounds good on paper but yeah. it seems pretty i don't know i mean we own I can, the air not like you own the air okay <laughs> I, I get that sounds stupid but essentially like we have the right to clean air. I understand. We have the right to like That's prosperity. Like, it did sound stupid. Okay, I'll give you that. Whatever. We have the right we, we have the right <laughs> to like a prosperous life and Fucking it's in your like last will and testament, I passed down my three fourths share of that <laughs> <laughs> that this longitude latitude of clean air. This is my air. But it's like if we have the right to clean air, why are we letting these companies fucking just shit in our air? And we shit in our air. Drive a car, don't you? Yeah, I mean, let's be real with ourselves. I mean, we're getting we're getting closer to not, but yeah. But I mean, going back to what you said about like being stuck in a box and like kind of understanding that you have like the power of your own reality is goes back to the investment. Like, if you haven't seen the movie, I'm gonna spoil it right now. Essentially, what it is is like a politician and a dancer that meet by chance and kind of kind of love at first sight almost. So politician is trying to do all that he can to find her again trying to do all that he can to into her again lost her number no, no no he didn't get her number he only got her first name so finally by chance again he sees her on the bus gets to talking talking 
gets her number. Then this group of people kind of take him out of his own reality and let him peek behind a curtain necessarily that he was never supposed to see behind, which is the this bureau of people who adjust people's reality. Saying like, oh, well, we like he asked him, he's like, are you guys angels or demons? He said, I mean, not really. We're uh, you could call us that. We've been called that, but really, what we are is we just make sure that everything goes according to plan. So they have this book, book that kind of tells every person's plan on on pages a different person, what they're doing, where they're going, and where that is going to lead them to. To help their what their job is is to help adjust them to get to the right path. If they if they spilled their coffee on themselves, if they missed the bus, if they did this, it was all tactically on on purpose due to this adjustment bureau, making sure that that happened so they weren't here in this spot while they were doing So essentially what I'm getting to is is that, like, by the end of the movie, the politician is doing all that he can to break through this cycle that they've shown before him. This is your path, and if if you don't go on this path, it's going to be destruction for you and, and her type shit and the dancer. And he's telling him, nah, like, if it was part of the plan, then why did I see her two times? That was chance? Oh, y'all, you don't have no, no nothing to answer me? Oh, and he understood at that point. He was like, y'all don't even know why this is part of the plan. So that's what I'm talking about. It's like people don't even really know why they're constricting you into the reality that you aren't in. You know what I mean? We're entrained as kids to be put in a box. And you're not in a box, but people don't even know why they're putting you in a box, if that makes sense. It's just this is what I'm told. This is what I know. Exactly. This is what I know. It's bigger than me. I have to do this. It's the same reason teachers tell kids, like, you're not going to get away with this on the next, like, next year. You're not going to get away with this in college, or you're not going to get through college if you act like this. It's like, you're only telling me that not because you believe it, not because you even think it. But because you didn't, but because you saw other people that didn't, you don't know anything about me. You don't even care about me. You just want me to listen to you so I do what you say when you're in your job getting paid. And that's not how education should work at all. And so what I'm trying to say is, is that whenever you're getting put in this box, it's up to you to say, fuck that box. It's up to you to say, nah, I know what's going on. I and it may sometimes you don't, but you take those L's as they come. But if you have something that you believe in, you gotta take those L's. You gotta take those L's because that's the only way to get out that box. You gotta take those L's. You gotta fall off that cliff, and you gotta learn how to get right back up and climb that shit again. And that's cool. It's not. It's not cool. It shouldn't be that hard for you to live your life passionately. But it's cool because everybody has to go through that. Not everybody, but everybody has something they've got to go through. And everybody has that struggle that they either overcome or let kill them. Either you or me. Ain't going to be me. <laughs> let's, let's just be real. Tough way to put it. But I understand. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Especially, you know, it, good way to put it. Uh, everyone says, like, most of the time we have these uh, rose, what is it, the rose colored glasses, glasses, you know, that we all look through, you know, we see it in the way that we want to see it, but the fact is, taking those off is a rough, rude awakening, you know what I mean, like, oh, shit, so it's not what I, like, I thought this was all, fuck, right, there's a lot more going on here than I thought, and right. facing that reality of what it really is, what you really are, 
what people really are. That's a tough one and to understand. Like life isn't what's always what you've been told or what you think it is. It's like there's a whole. Like I said, we can really create anything. I could say, I believe rhinoceroses are the fucking chosen one. And if I got enough people to believe that, at some point, that may become a reality that exists. And you could say that's stupid. Yeah, but you also believe that someone, there's a talking man. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying, listen, you believe there's a talking man in the sky no one's ever seen or some random person said that they've seen years ago. You've never seen them. You have no idea what's going on, so you just randomly believing in some random shit. You don't even have to go far. Talk about flat earthers. Hmm. All right, bro. Like, wh- where does this belief come from? You know what I mean? It's just like whenever NASA, you, bro. Whenever you like get into like the depths of people's beliefs, those beliefs are just as ridiculous as anything you could come up with. Whenever you understand that, oh, so this is whole religion is about peace, love, and unity. But more people have been killed in the name of Christ than anything else in the fucking universe. Oh, oh, shit. Huh. Thought I knew what was going on here, but it seems that you are hypo- like. And then people <laughs> try to push that to the side and act like that's like. A, but nah, yeah, but you gotta understand, they didn't want to believe in the way of God. It's like they didn't get to live <laughs> their lives. Like they were killed in the name of God because they said, "Nah, I'm not with that." Or it's like that's where we're at. <laughs> that's acceptable to you, type shit. Like, what if I told you you couldn't wear fucking blue anymore? Or I'll kill you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Got to throw out all your jeans, fucking throw out every fucking colored blue shirt you have, even a little dot of looking logos and shits. Like, what the fuck is that? And I know I'm gonna be an asshole for saying this, but it's just like, once again, Christianity was born in the like Jesus was a real person. It's been dated, but during like the Roman Empire, literally they had like paganism and they had like a uh, was it polytheism where they believed in multiple gods, and a lot of those were like stricter, right? Someone just was like, Christianity wasn't even popular. Like, it was like a smaller group of people, but then people realized they can get away with more shit in Christianity. So at the time, it was just the best option for most people to go with. Like, oh, I can wear almost whatever I want. God forgives my sins, and I don't have to go to hell for not doing this. Sounds like a plan. Yo, that's way better than this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like they hate me if I wear a fucking cotton. I gotta pray seven times a day. I gotta fucking... Like, I don't have any type of ability to do anything I want. I have to listen to this guy over here because he says he fucking knows with the way of God. Like, you know what I mean? Like, fuck all that noise. I'm going over here where I can do whatever I want. Fucking just say, hey, God, you forgive me. And a bunch of people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, like people in, like that are, like, Christian do so much, like, fucked up shit because they are given this, like, token of, like, oh, all you have to do is pray for your forgiveness and you'll be fine. It's like, wait, for real? Like, that's what y'all believe? Is that, like, you could be, uh, like, they even have, like, isn't it something, like, anointed of the sick where, like, if you, isn't it, like, told that, like, you're a criminal all your life and you have a fucking priest come to your deathbed and, like, pray for you that you could still have, like, go you to com- heaven or something like that? If you confess all your sins, you pray for all your sins, you have a priest in, the, like, the final hours, then you, you will be forgiven of everything in that moment. You fucking kidding me? It's like, what's the point? You can be a serial killer. And on your deathbed, you can say, I'm sorry for killing all those people and go to heaven. Are we serious? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I just want to know what's going on. Here. Where are morals <laughs> lie here? Where's good and bad? It doesn't exist and at that point. And even if you want to say, like, 
uh, murder is a uh, one of the seven deadly sins. All right, cool. So uh, let's talk about a different criminal. How about somebody that commits fraud all their life? They hold people out of millions and millions and millions of dollars, put people through poverty because they were selfish. All they have to do is say sorry, and they get to go party in heaven. Like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. I don't. I just don't. Understand. We're all humans who make mistakes, and we're all able to be forgiven because we all are children of the divine. That's another thing. It's like if the divine plan was so, like a, how do people? All part of the plan. Just stick with the plan. Just trust in the plan. I'll trust in my own plan, like that everything will work out because I I'm, <laughs> I'm capable of what I am. But like, trust. But I'll trust in my ability to work some shit out. But like. <laughs> this divine plan you speak of, I don't know if I'm with that. A lot of shit going on out there. If this is the divine plan, if this is the divine plan, and I should have like a yacht and fucking some other shit because I mean I see some people that don't deserve that shit rocking it. So I mean I don't know what's going on here. Oh, there's people getting bombed and people starving. There's kids in cages. There's fucking. There's people that are literally. There's towns run by gangs and let it, the gangs get away with whatever they want because the government is, is just on their payroll. Not even just that. The government <laughs> is nowhere to be found because they're only worried about making money with other fucking shit. They're so corrupt. So the gangs are the only people that are really giving the community anything. Yeah. But they're also menaces to their own community. Right. Divine plan my ass. Like, it's like, it better get better real soon because shit's not looking too great. Like, we've we've complained about, like, our healthcare system being in the hands of our fuck. Like employers and shit. Like think about your healthcare system being in the hands of a fucking mafia or a mob or like a cartel or something like that. Fuck, <laughs> I can't go to a doctor. Fucking, not, haven't sold my coke yet. You know, it's <laughs> like shit. It's like you pay what you had to this past week. No, not no, yet. But I'm really sick. Can I go to? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, the life we live, man. All right, I think we could wrap it up right about there. Remember, we have the power to do what we want. Come together to do good things. Don't be an asshole. Do you have anything for the people? Uh, remember that if somebody randomly comes and offers you drugs, to that's because drugs are expensive. Oh, my God. Hey, <laughs> check us. Kidding. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. It's uh, Finish From Far on still both of those. At the ad, yeah, so <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, uh, mine's Radu Dandy on Twitter, uh, Radu Dandy on TikTok. We're going to have some videos when we have guests. We'll be doing like insights, little questions, little, little fun stuff to kind of keep uh, everyone engaged. So check us out on there. And everybody have a good week. Y'all have a good one. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Fun and Dandy. Catch us next week. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you.